Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. I'd like to welcome the moderator for the next panel, Penetrating Cannabis Retailers, Jenny Bat-Dills from Game Over Distribution, baby. Jenny, grab a mic. Grab a mic, tell the people who you are. While I introduce Mr. Jason Beck, the longest running retailer in cannabis. And, and Mr. Elliot Lewis of Catalyst Retail Company from Catalyst Cares. You can find him on Instagram talking that shit at, at Catalyst underscore CEO. No, it's CEO underscore Catalyst. Catalyst underscore CEO. And, and what I like about Elliot is that he keeps it real and he continues to to support the community that got him here. His slogan is weed for the people. And that's all you need to know about Elliot. So JB, without further ado, take it away. Nice to meet you. Is my mic on? Check, check. What's up? Hi, I am Jenny Beth. Nice to meet you guys. Tonight I will be penetrating Jason Beck and Elliot Lewis. Um, we are going to talk about how to get into retail shops. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a little aggressive. Nice to meet you. Um, for those that do, what's up? Good to see you again. Um, but yeah, so we are going to do this panel on how you can get your brand into retail stores, which is what everybody's asking, because what? You got a lot of weed and a little bit of money. We need to change that around. So let's figure out how to do that, how to get your brands into some retail shops. And uh, I'm going to ask some honest questions. and. We're going to get some honest answers because I did not give them these questions before I asked them. 
Jason Beck, Elliot, come on down. You are the next contestant on The Price is Wrong in Cannabis Retail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So to my right, we have Jason Beck, one of the longest-running cannabis retailers in the world. Nice to see you, Jason. How are you, little buddy? Amazing. Great to see you, Jenny Beth. Yeah, little buddy. Yes. JB is JB squared again on stage. I know. It's away. windy. It's either hot or windy. Fix it, desert. And we have Elliot Lewis, CEO of Catalyst and uh, Dick Kicker. Nice Thanks. to meet you. <laughs> he wrote it. I just said it. Thank you for moderating. <laughs> Glad to be here. So very good to see you guys. Uh, Jason, tell us a little about yourself and how you got into cannabis. Um, I basically had a pager, and then I turned that into a storefront. And here we are today right now. Could I press 911 after the number if I really needed it now? Um, you could, but it would not make me go any faster. <laughs> well, next. <laughs> Elliot, how are you? Very good. How'd you get into cannabis? Um, you know, look, I did a little bit of stuff back in the 90s when I was going to school up in Berkeley. Don't really count that as uh, on an industrial level. Definitely had a three-lighter, one of the first guys to be able to get a card. That was when the law passed. 2013, started doing some 215 grows. Retail came into my hometown, Long Beach. Just wanted to get one license. I thought that would be the most uh, cool thing ever. And then we had a little bit of success there. And, you know, we're just kind of building one by one now. So, Well, you built one by one quite a few times. How many stores do you have right now? We got 13 open, a few in the pipe. So uh, little by little. Yeah, little, little by little to a lot. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. When did you decide you wanted to do retail? Um, like I said, I think... Uh, you know, after we had some success locally in Long Beach, we try to recreate the wheel. Uh, I think our next city was Bellflower. We were successful there. And then, you know, that just seemed to be our lane. Um, you know, in the, you know, 215 days, we'll call them. Uh, you know, it was, I was only doing growing. And then we switched over to the retail. Plus, we kind of had the vision looking forward that it was really hard to get the retail licenses and that you would have control over the supply chain. And they were giving out grow licenses uh, at a higher rate, and we thought there would be an oversupply, which is proven, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, for a lot of the small legacy farmers to be true. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jason, so from the garage with the beeper. The garage, what do the, you mean? We didn't have garages in the trailer park. Well, you, you had a garage, <laughs> you had a garage at one point. I know Jason's story, so sorry, I'm <laughs> cliff noting. I mean. Tell me how there. you got into retail and when you decided that was your path. So basically, um, prior to, uh, you know, this was back when there was probably only 15 stores in the entire state, let alone the rest of the country. And uh, I basically got tipped off that my apartment was going to get raided. So I moved to San Francisco to start growing. And then the next natural phase of growing in San Francisco was getting a store in San Francisco and something I always wanted wanted to do. Um, just, just for the record, uh, Prop 215 was passed in 1996. That was the first time I was ever um, eligible to vote and the very first vote that I ever cast was for medical cannabis. So that's kind of how it all really, really started. The rest are for Trump. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whoop. 
So, okay, we've got past the congenial stuff. That's amazing. It's very cool to hear your story. Congratulations on the 13 shops. That's fucking huge. That's definitely a footprint in the state of California. Uh, congratulations, Jason, for still being here because, like, hell yeah, oh, we're all still here. Hey, we're yes. still here. Let's go, team. But we're going to ask some questions about how these guys can get into retail and how they can get their brands there. I know how they could get into retail. Uh-uh, don't give your no, samples No, 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 hold on. I have, I have one i got to say. <laughs> how you can get into retail is you can walk into one of our stores anytime and go and buy some weed. Okay. Well, we're talking about selling weed. So buying well, some weed We're talking about is getting amazing. into retail. Yes. So you, okay. you, you may, with an ID yes. that says you're 21 or older, walk into yes, a retail make sure shop. Yes, stop by and that and is say how hi. you get into a retail store. Yes. Um, so I'm going to start with Elliot. Elliot, I love that you have a focus on mom and pop brands, on legacy cultivators, on BIPOC brands and things like that. How do you personally select, because I love that you're involved in the selection of the brands, but how do you select which brands are going to fit your shelves? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that has to be there is, you know, the product and the price. And look, I know the difference between good weed and bad weed, but if I'm being honest, I do leave that up to the team uh, as far as like what they think they, it will retail at. And, you know, the little nuances between 40 and 45 go a little bit above my head. Um, and then, you know, the younger kids kind of know what's, you know, bougie and new and, and hype. But at the end of the day, you know, they have to have the same kind of value system as us. It doesn't mean they're not out to make a profit. Um, we do our best to promote uh, the, 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 the more OG brands. And I always say getting in is easy, right? Uh, I know everybody thinks it's hard, but that only gets you to the 10-yard line. And we try to do every Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m., try our best to get to everybody it's not you know it's it's not possible to do i get in dms all the time they're all fairly similar and you know we like to get to everybody but once they get in give them the honest feedback we, we might buy a little bit of a product to give it a go but they got to do the work to sell it through and the biggest influencers in the game and it's not pollyanna to say are the bud tenders and then i can only speak for our footprint you got to ingratiate yourself with the culture, whether it be through the bud tenders, coming to events, being part of it. And the brands that have really taken off within our footprint probably are different than some of the other uh, stores, but it's because that, and it's not something that I figured out ahead of time, I've just seen it. It's really the consistency and the persistence of being there on a consistent basis and taking care of the bud tenders, getting to know them. They're all human. That's what's going to sell through. So everybody thinks like, oh, I just want to get on the shelf. That's like the 10-yard line and 100-yard line dash. So you just really need the backup there. And it don't come in with the bang and then walk away. That doesn't work either. No, 100%. You guys have to stand behind your brand. You have to have a presence. No one's going to sell your baby like you fucking can. And that's very important to realize. And also, I use the F word a lot. So get ready. Um, but, yeah, that's super important. You can get into a shelf, but it's very easy to be pulled off of one as well. Right. And, and that's all just based on performance. And I always say that, like, and I would say this to my mother, the, the, the customer is the judge, jury, and executioner in this process, right? So, um, you know, we could give a little, a little bit of a go with the product, especially now as the footprint's gotten a little bigger. Uh, you know, we could splash around, get a couple pounds, uh, you know, see how it goes. But if you're not supporting and you're not getting involved in the stuff we're doing, it's just not going to sell. And our bed tenders are human. You get into the, you know, higher end eights, like it's really a little bit of separation between the quality, so what are they going to have on the tip of their tongue? Who they know, who they like, who Hi, they get Jack down Herrera, with. Hi, Jack Herrera, brand walking through the, the mess. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so, again, I couldn't preach enough how important it is to be consistent 
and uh, you know, persistent and it just never ends you know, hustling your brand. But again, the customer is going to decide. We mark up everything the same too, so everybody has the same uh, playing field that they're playing on. And at the end of the day, um, you know, you're going to decide whether or not your brand is, 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 is going to make it. On markups, so are you doing a keystone or what, what's your typical markup for a brand? So last year, we ran a 30% uh, profit margin. We were marking up about 35%, give or take. But with all the deals and specials, 30%. Pretty sure that's the littlest fucking markup in cannabis. Uh, yes, Lord. If, 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 but I will say this. Uh, margins are a little bigger this year. And then over a very tough decision, I just raised all the prices a dollar literally this week. I shouldn't even say it. Uh, but we had to do it, <laughs> I pull it to out survive. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. It was like one of those fucking things, like I'm going to do it. Uh, but we run, we run probably this year, we might run it like 66, 65. We're always throwing deals in. Saucy Sunday, Women's Wednesday, Kobe Day. Uh, but I know from being audited so much, uh, the I, you know, the CDFTA, when they audited us so many fucking times, they were surprised that our margin for 2021 was only 30% because they calculate an 80% markup not to get into the tax at the state. So this 15% excise, we're really, we're paying about 18%. No, and I love that. And for you that don't know, there is a standard markup through the CDFTA that allows you to be taxed at a certain level. So it's really important for, for those margins to stay a little lower. And it's really important for everybody to eat, right? Because like... Let's go old school, right? If we were trapping, if everybody doesn't eat, this is a bad fucking deal. It's a bad fucking deal. So with that, Jason Beck, how are you? We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Everybody going to eat. Everybody going to eat. Everybody going to eat. Let's talk slotting fees. I'm down. I'm down with slotting okay. fees. Why are you down with slotting fees? The and what slotting is the typical fees cover slotting overhead. fee? Um, I think it depends. I, I've seen slotting fees vary anywhere from around $500 a month to as much as $2,500 a month, depending on the retail and the brand activation. Okay. So on those slotting fee clients, right, on the people that you're buying from who are paying those slotting fees, are those people that you're cashing out? Are you paying them COD or are you asking for terms and slotting fees? Um, every, every deal is different. And uh, at the same time, too, depending on the retail with the type of the slotting fee I mean that's that's just kind of a, a variable of, of what can be done a lot of brands want have no problem with consignment because the market is so terrible and so you know like if, if you're gonna give if every people are offering free credit I mean I don't know a business that wouldn't take free credit oh absolutely absolutely but with slotting fees right it's kind of like <clears throat> maybe buying your way in the door right so like looking at brands that aren't California specific that aren't from the legacy market that haven't been here for a minute, buying your way in is the best way to get in, right? So like Brad's and Chad's and I extra mean, capitalized I, folks. I, I mean, it yeah, for but, them but, but no? I don't think it's the, as easy for them because I know I've seen a number of uh, different products that were like uh, MSO traditional type of products that like you know had no culture, just kind of you know just just products, and they were willing to pay slotting fees. But the, the, the still the product what didn't it just didn't drive with it, I didn't think that it would sell it didn't it didn't make sense it, it, to me it wasn't it wasn't a, a good buy and, and they were still willing to pay slotting fees so just because you charge a slotting fee doesn't mean that everyone that wants to pay a slotting fee is necessarily going to get that opportunity to pay a slotting fee. That's fair. That's fair. So, I mean, we're all fairly aware, and I think everybody can nod their heads. The California market sucks right now. It is flooded with shitty weed, shit, shit, shitty weed, right, at low prices. And so looking at that and looking at the cultivator, who now doesn't have to pay taxes, but they weren't paying them before, by the way. They were passing them through, a.k.a. not paying them and letting the distributors pay them. Um, but now we, we have a little bit of reprieve there. The brands, the manufacturers, it seems like most of the revenue is coming into the retail side, Right. And I know that it's not great. The margins aren't great there either because the prices are going up because everybody else needs to eat. So how do we offset that when we're charging slotting fees and we're charging this and we're charging that and we're giving asking for 30, 60 day terms? Um, how do we make sure that everyone in the chain eats, a.k.a. we're back in the old days. Everyone doesn't eat. It's a bad deal. Elliot, I know you are really trying to support BIPOC and equity and people like that. How do you make sure that everyone eats in the chain? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it, it's a, it's a tough question. You don't want to beat up on people because it's a bad market. We do have the benefit of having you know the 13 stores, and we're one drop to a distro, 
and our program's always been volume, so we've tried to make it a little more voluntary. Um, you know, just to give one example, uh, Connected's running a 90-day a, a uh, promotion, and that's something they wanted to do to get volume in the market, and then we're dumping a discount on top of that, so, you know, it's 25% off, then on two days, it's 40% off, and, you know, I think we've been lucky to have people that kind of want to rotate that, get some volume out, and then that's always been the way that we've run our stores. We go for volume, try to hook up the customers, build the customer loyalty. Really the guy that I want or girl uh, that's, uh, you know, as a customer is the $600 a month smoker that gets 400, I want them all, but that spends <laughs> 450 at our store. So. Like, I think because of the, the convenience of now being able to drop at our distro, we only distro to ourselves. It's a win-win situation, uh, hopefully, for the, for the vendors. And you do have to walk that line of taking care of your realm and where the market's at and then not trying to beat up too hard. And like I said, we've been lucky that uh, there always seems to be somebody that wants to push volume. And since they know we market up the same, I think there's a lot of benefits for the brands for kind of hopping on and saying, hey, we're weed for the people too. And then it gets in their hand and it gives them the opportunity uh, for the customer to try it. And if they have other loyalties, maybe eventually switch. I love that. And I also want to give flowers or flowers are due. That markup that you guys put on the flower and put on the products is absolutely much lower than industry standard, much lower than a lot of people who are price gouging. So you guys drop your <laughs> products in Catalyst because they will make sure they sell through. You can't park something up and then be like, here, I can get it down the street for this much. Why would I pay this here? So that's amazing and that's great for sell through. Yeah, and look, it is a hard thing. Like, you know, like I said, you can't get to everybody and then we did just have to raise the price a dollar. You know, you're doing the math, you're watching the oil tanker and you're like, oh shit, it's gonna hit the rocks. I gotta steer it into the harbor and it doesn't happen uh, overnight. So we, we, we try to ride that balance. And then, you know, to dip in on the shelving thing, for a very short period of time, we did do the shelving thing. Uh, you know, I just kind of found that like, you ended up, the ones really willing to pay shelving fees were the less good products, right? So I'd rather get a little bit of a, a break on the price keeps it simpler and then we've built like strong alliances. I always tell our guys we're not fucking NASCAR, so we gotta keep our alliances to, you know, whatever it is, a couple maybe in a category, and we just run it that way. And it's it seems to be uh working out, but it is definitely a balance to, you know, figure out how to not beat them up too hard. But we are capitalists, we are in the business of uh, you know, making making profit. Yeah, well, none of us work for free, right? That's that would be a terrible thing to do. Yeah. So, Jason, Everybody got to eat, right? I thought that was the whole point of the conversation. Everybody does have to eat, and it's saying. very important. So we should not charge people a $1,500 sliding fee because you are not an advertiser. You are a retailer who are making money well, off on, their products. Hold on, hold on. Well, I have a thing to say about this. Is, um, I, I have a question Do you, do you first. remember record stores? I have a question first. Do, do you remember record I, I stores? Do. Right. What, I, I do. I do. Okay. I remember TYG and all that shit. What, uh, what's your markup? My markup? Yep. Mm. Varies. Varies on the item. Does it? Yeah. Why? Because uh, not, not, you're, you're not, uh, certain things you have to price at a smaller rate in order to get them to move. It's kind of like the, um, kind of similar to the, uh, what, a Home Depot model, right? Home Depot doesn't make any money off of their air conditioners that they sell because they know every time you go into Home Depot, you're going to buy air conditioner. And then you're going to buy a whole bunch of other shit on top of it that they have a crazy, insane markup on. I have never once in the history of Everton bought an AC unit at Home Depot. I bought a lot of air conditioners <laughs> from Home Depot. 
And I've bought a lot of other shit every time I went to buy an air conditioner unit, too. Okay. So if the markup varies, it varies by product, it varies by brand, it varies by... Does that mean that you guys feel that you can get a higher profit? Do you pay the retail, the, the, no, the no, manufacturer no. a little bit more? No, no, no. There's just like a more? base of what it is, and then depending on fluctuality of, of that item, it will drop. So let's make it... Let's, let's, let's trap it down, because I love to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So these are depths. I can double up on depths. Or I can pull a AAA indoor, right? An no. exotic, the Zaza, the Runtz Cross that you love so fucking much. And I can put three points on that. Is that what you're doing essentially with your markups or no? No, 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 because that's the cheap weed. You need to move that stuff needs to go. That's the masses. It needs to fly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so it matters. So what's the best way to get in touch with your buyers, Elliot? We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Usually I end up getting DM'd and then... So the reason we started the Thursday at 6 thing was like, yo, you got to keep in mind, we're understaffed already, right? Uh, I was just saying we should have 40, we have 17. Um, you know, Bree's kind of the gatekeeper, and then everybody, like, loves to give me weed as if I'm the final arbitrator. Like I you said, don't I hate good- getting weed, right? <laughs> well, and like I said, I know good weed and whatever, but, like, I need someone to tell me if that's 60 or 65 or 68. I, my my, my palate is not that uh, sophisticated. But, you know, usually if someone reaches out, and I'm sure some have fallen through the cracks, I try to give them a, a, a fair hearing. And, like, I give them the brutal honesty because the best thing you can do is that. And people will come in. and Look, I've never met a grower yet, by the way, that ever, sit, that ever said, I grow super mediocre weed that has all sorts of issues, and it's like, going to be a, a really overpriced <laughs> pile of shit. They right. all have the best grower and the best weed, etc., etc. So we try to give them a hearing, that's 6 to 8. Give them the feedback. 
it's getting harder. So now kind of like if I'm putting out the game, the rule of thumb is like, what are you doing as an effort? Like if I see you putting in work at you know, some of our events, the communities, and you really wear me down and you've come to five things, like you're gonna get a fucking fair hearing and we're gonna buy a little bit and see where it goes from there. Yeah, you guys beat them down. Beat them down. You have to be consistent. You have to, to continue to try, right? Because well, gatekeepers are gatekeepers for a reason. Their well, job is to keep you away. Well, one funny that is one, their job. One funny one, Mr. Cannabis was just running around. Anthony, where are you? And, uh, you know, he, they were on us, and we carry them. They're a good brand, really good flower. And then he started doing, like, some weed for the people shit on IG. And, like, you know, kind of melted my heart a little bit when uh -oh. he did the weed for the people. <laughs> and he I, got you in the So, like, parts. whatever you can do to kind of get a, out of the crowd. And look, at the end of the day, same shit. It has to sell through. The order's going to be on the sell through. But even just fun shit like that, then you're like, I like this fucking guy. Get him yeah, in, right? Absolutely. So, you know, it, that, that's kind of how it plays out. But I definitely... I mean, it's a sick amount of people, you know, in the hundreds that you wish you could get on that you can't. And it really is one of the things that, you know, breaks our heart. No, we're definitely cultivating relationships. One thing I think people need to always realize is that <laughs> weed has always been sold and still always will be sold off of personal relationships. Yep. That's just is what it is. So that shit you bought that didn't test out right? <laughs> Check your relationship. Jason. Yes. Who is the buyer currently at Oz? Uh, there's a couple of the different ones. What are their names? Just hit me up. We have a email. You want me to say their yet. names? If you want to say their <laughs> names, I mean, I'm not here to no, say people's names. No, I mean, it's, it's important, right? So, like, realizing what's the best way to get into buyers? Do we need to buy them donuts? Do we need to bring them cupcakes? Do they no, like don't coffee? No, don't bring buyers donuts and cupcakes, okay? Don't, don't. Don't bring them that. Bring them like something healthy, okay? They don't need to get all amped up on sugar. Okay, Jason's gonna crash. eat it, and he's on a diet. Okay, they don't bring them that. <laughs> think, think of something practical that they'll use in life, something that they will truly remember you by, that they will use all the time, and Do not just a lanyard. That's fair. Do you think that there's a value in spiffing your bud tenders? Obviously, the bud tenders 100%. because of the way that California structures. That is a brand's window into the consumer, it's, right? It's by far the most important thing that I've seen in our own footprint uh, that you could do. And sometimes it's not like they get a lot of promos. It's not just the swag. It's, you know, we do these sessions um, and, you know, 30, 40 bud tenders come out. And then you bring, you know, it, you know just take Fresh Baked, who's our number one uh, seller. You know, they come down. It, KRD, fucking and I take a little bong rip together. Our staffs are homies. They're both from Long Beach. And we've built this culture together. And, like, there's no big marketing budget there for them. They're, you know, whatever, however much weed they bring, which is, they do smoke a lot of weed. But, you know, let's just say it's a few hundred bucks in weed versus this big macro marketing. So I always tell guys, too, go micro, go micro. And getting to know the bud tenders, um, you know, we've had other guys, and I, I'm loose with it as long as it's not violating the rules. You want to go into the store and be the guy that gives promos themselves. And I also think the bud tenders really like to know, especially kind of the culture that we're trying to create, who is the grower, right? And I call it like can of famous is kind of my made up word. If the grower is well known and they're willing to show up and meet the bud tenders and they feel that connection, that's what fucking is going to make it sell. It's just the reality of, of what it is. And they're the most powerful people on the front line. Like, I don't know what it is. I think we do, you know, whatever, four or 5,000 transactions a day. Every single transaction, they're making it. And maybe of those, 
50, 60% of them are movable into, into Jason's point. I, you know, they might come in for something else. Why we do, you know, Munchy Monday, we might not make a lot on the edibles, Saucy Sunday. Yeah. They're going to buy two and a half products else. on average, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, it's getting people in the door, right? And those partnerships matter, you guys. Driving business to a dispensary is huge because you're marketing for them, and that's very important. Speaking of Munchy Mondays, you guys carry a very similar skew. So Space Gems. Wendy is one of, first of all, my best friends. Second of all, one of the only owners I know who is at most of her PADs. She's willing to get in the trenches. And how is she selling for you guys? She's selling through really good. And then, you know, that. Uh, so we hired Charles. That's how I got to know Wendy. Win- oh, win- yeah, shout out to Charles. <laughs> Been really great head of ops. Um, and look, once you're in, you're family, right? But then, you know, also what they did, we call it Miracle Monday. On the Munchie Monday, they run a 30% discount. Really, really, really good product. I think it's superior to any of the other edible brands. Um, you know, again, family, the but checks all, the, checks all the boxes that we would want to check anyway. Now they're getting in people's hands. I won't say who they're beating up on, but you could. They're beating up on everybody, and yeah, I fucking yeah, love yeah, to yeah. see it. So, so you know, yes, Wendy. And, and that, you know, that is something that I think, uh, you know, uh, is super important and people know Wendy she's the face of the brand she's willing to put in the work she's she's willing wearing a lot of hats and as far as I'm concerned you know Space Jam's is fam so we're gonna you know pump them up as high as we can hell yeah she built that brand in her kitchen by the way with a baby on her hip and she fought humble on the regulations because they were saying edibles couldn't be candy couldn't have sugar couldn't be this couldn't they wanted you to have granola with some distillate on it is what they wanted Goo- humble goo balls Humboldt Goopal. Yeah. How how do you think that things sell through in your store? What things don't sell through? What have you seen that's come in? You're like, this is going to be great. And it flops. Outdoor flower is a dog fight right now. So our biggest seller by far is Coastal Sun. Hey, y'all rude as hell, huh? You wrapping us up? (laughs) I I know you got to get the content, but we getting content too. Uh, So... We going? I'll, I'll go right go. through it. I talk loud so than a motherfucker. Hell yeah, we will use our outside <laughs> voices. Let's what was go. The que- what was the question? Over oh, top yeah. the bullshit. So, you know, our biggest seller, Coastal Sun, again, same thing. And all these things happen over a long period of time, right? So, like, Coastal Sun didn't become number one over, overnight for Sun Grown Flower, and Fresh Baked didn't become number one overnight. It was a slow grind that happened over. Uh, years they have really good product it's organic they source really well we got them at 20 bucks out the door on sundays they run coastal sundays 15 bucks out the door that's like black market price right so then at the end of the day you you're in a position where outdoor brands want to get on and it's like i'll tell them this go look at this this is what you're up against right and also once you you form an uh and we could carry a few in the category but once you form an alliance and a loyalty to a brand I don't really want to bring in or go out of my way to bring in a bunch of outside or, you know, sun-grown brands uh, that we haven't fucked with heavy before to try to take their market share. I'd rather let them keep the market share. It wins for them. It wins for us. And I'll give you a little behind the scenes. This is kind of a funny one. So purchasing always has annoyed at me because I'm throwing at people. (laughs) So what we've done is I've come up with a ranking system. And this is fucked up, but I'll just a little bit. But I'll tell you what goes on behind the scenes. (laughs) If they're our partner... I say, these motherfuckers are a 10, get them in, right? If there's someone I like, they're cool, I want to help them out, we got some mutual relationships, maybe I'll throw them at a seven. A few people just keep hitting me up, and I'm like, look, give them a fair hearing, but they're a three. So, like, when I lean in, 
because I, I kind of leave it up to purchasing, but I can put my thumb on the sale a lot. I've come up with a ranking system so they know like, hey, this guy's our new partner on such and such product. You need to get his fucking product in the store, figure it out. And then it kind of goes down from there. So we literally have a one through 10 on how big I want to put my thumb on the scale. So you guys need to become Elliot's best friend because it's a top down <laughs> penetration I mean, standard. I mean, I uh, said catalyst. it's all based off of personal relationships. Absolutely. We're cultivating relationships, not sales. You guys, if you have a relationship, don't go in and sell somebody. Don't give them your fucking elevator pitch the first time you meet them. Hi, my name is, I have a da 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 Where's this? That's today. Shut up and get out of my face. I hire people to keep you away from me. So make sure that you're actually getting to know people. Find out maybe your brand doesn't fit their ethos. You need to know and get in where you fit in. Jason, what, what do you see the difference in in brands that sell through and brands that don't? Um, a lot of it is uh, packaging, design, um, quality. But I think probably one of the biggest, biggest things is the lack of brand support that's offered on the retail level. Because yes, yes, the, there's a retail store, but we have you know thousands of different SKUs, and all of a sudden you want us to focus on this one for you. Like we need some type of brand support too, and you need to come in and do your PADs and come and bring awareness to your brand if you want people to be aware in your brand. If you need to invest in it as much as you expect to get out of it. So you mean it's fair to say that if I wanted to start a brand and I'm going to white label or whatever I'm going to do. I shouldn't go to X and X Distro and be like, hey, make my brand and I'm going to let you guys rep it because I might get lost in that catalog. Um, definitely. I mean, you, when choosing a distribution company for your brand, you definitely need to see what other type of SKUs that they offer on top of their rates. Because if you are, then it just becomes you're just another brand and a page of brands. A hundred percent. And P.S. y'all, I run a distro, so... You need to have your own sales team. You need to have your own brand yes, ambassadors. Definitely. You need to throw a presence out. I just, yep. I really appreciate you guys both. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate what you're doing for the industry. Jason, I love you to fucking death. Yeah, you you're know my it. brother. Yeah. Whether I want to fight you or not, I love you to death. Turn up. Elliot, it's so good to meet you. I appreciate you and appreciate the work that Catalyst is doing. And we have successfully penetrated Oz and Catalyst tonight. Thank you, guys, and have a great evening. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.